0: And you know, I'll tell you what, it's important that we just get our hearts ready, our our minds alert. Amen. Amen. So we're just going to open up with a word of prayer. That you bless your people, you help your people, you, you guide them, Father. I thank you, Father, we are those who search diligently and who seek after you diligently. Our hearts and our minds are fixed on you. We're ever so patient and ever so eager to receive all that you have. We've come this morning expecting expecting. Say, I've, I've come to expect, to expect. what God has, God has for me. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Every morning, every time we come to church, oh, we always come expecting. Yeah. It's so important that we come to church expecting because God has something for you. Yeah. God has something for me. Amen? Amen. Amen. Come, on. come on. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews. Hebrews. It's only... Scripture that speaks to man about brewing the coffee. <laughs> Hebrews. <laughs> if only the Lord said she brews, it would be a different world today. <laughs> verse, verse 9. Hebrews, Hebrews. I say Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9. Good, good. Got to make sure I put my glasses on here. Therefore remaineth a rest to the people of God. For he that enter into his rest he also hath ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after that same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing, even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and to the joints of the morrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifested in his sight, but all things are naked, open unto the, the eyes of him whom we have to do. Seeing that we have a great high priest that is passed in the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast to our profession. For we have not a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted, like us, we are, like we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne room of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. How many of you know you need help? You have need. And one thing, I, one thing that is very pointed to me I'm, I'm, as we're looking at the scripture is, is that, that God is wanting to get you and I to a place. When the children of Israel came out of Egypt, God had a place for them. I said, Pastor Malina talked a bit about this morning. When God has a place for you, how many of you know as you're going to that promise, as we're going and transitioning from here, going into a building, how many of you know God wants us to get into that building more more than he's ever wanted you and I to get into that building? How many of you know that God has as a desire location for you to get to? He has a desire for your heart. He speaks to your heart, yeah. and and oftentimes there's in your heart even like the scripture says, "Don't grow weary for and for if you don't yeah. if you don't grow, you will reap. Yeah. If you faint not, right, I mean, how many of you know? Sometimes you just get tired. Yeah. You mean you're like you said you you haven't got enough sleep. You haven't eaten enough. You haven't gotten enough enough love from your spouse. You haven't, you haven't been loving each other like you should. And the next thing you know, you're, you're getting cranky. And next thing you know, like Pastor Melina said earlier, you start to lose your victory. But what's, what's the plan? The plan of the devil is to get you out of the plan, That's right. to keep you from the land of promise. Yeah. And see, they didn't get to go to the land of promise. No, they, they, the generation had to go out in order for the next one to step up and say, No, we will go. Yeah. We will go. Yeah. And I'm telling you, we at the River Church, we're going. That's I said, we're going. We're getting to the place where we need to be. We're we're, we're getting there regardless of what we see. Our feelings, our minds, our emotions, our will, they have been made up. But we will see, we will walk in, we will experience the goodness of God. I mean, that has just got to be something in your heart that you've made up a long time ago. Because there's there's too many opportunities for the devil just to come in and chatter in your ear. Oh boy, he likes to talk. One thing I love, Brother Hagin used to say, boy, he is a persistent cuss. Yeah. Uh-huh. In other words, he don't quit. Yeah. I say he don't quit. Yeah. I mean, he'll always bring the same lie, uh-huh. the same untruths. You know, you ever wonder how, the, uh, how Eve just kind of withstood all that? that? That pounding, that discussion, that... that and you know what? When you, when you allow yourself to talk to the wrong people, you'll get pulled in the wrong direction. Yeah. Here she is. She's talking to this... This, this thing, this being. But it's, it's not, it's the, the discussion with this being, the, satan, the satanic presence, isn't helping her because she's not answering the way she should answer. Right. Now, granted, we, have, we know what to do because we see the examples of Jesus. Right. But she didn't know what to do. Yeah. One of the worst things that can keep a believer from ever experiencing God's best is not knowing. It's being ignorant. Yeah. When you're ignorant, it leads to suffering. And when you don't know what's causing you to suffer through because of your ignorance, how many of you know you'll continue in your suffering yeah. until you become enlightened to what the Word of God says? That's right. That's right. That's true. You, you can't make other people, you can't pour what you know into other people's brains. Yeah. They have to hear it for themselves. That's why it's important to make sure your families are in church. That's right. Do you hear what I said? That's why it's important. That's why important you need to make, you need to make it a major You need to make it a a major thing. Now, you're going to hear me say this, but I've really thought about this a little bit, and I thought about it kind of long and hard. But I don't care if there's kids making noises in the church. I've decided it does not bug me. Why? Because they're still under the anointing. There has been a glory cloud showing up here at this building a lot lately. I've seen it a couple times, and, and last week it showed up, but I didn't see it actually this time. I only knew it by word of knowledge, and she saw it by word of knowledge. She knew it by it was there by word of knowledge. And the thought that went through, through to me and to me is, is that our kids, our families need to be, make sure that we're here here for the anointing. That means if your kids, now we've got plenty of room between these seats. If That means if you have to lay a blanket down or like a little half blanket for your little ones, I'm talking about your little one, little ones, you do it. You do everything you can to make sure that they're here, because the anointing will break the yoke. Right. Whatever's trying to get on that yoke will be destroyed. That's right. That's right. Did you hear what I said? It's yeah. so important because there's yeah. things that are going to try to get on you as your kids. Yeah. They're going to be trying to things that are going to get on your family. Yeah. There's voices that are out there talking every day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to try that hard just to get a voice speaking yeah. to you. That's yeah. right. I mean, you just flip out on 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 the news, and before you know it, you're just you can feel the weight and the pressure. Of, uh, of certain things that are they're, they're contrary to the things of God. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, the reason why this, this nation has turned the way it has is because it's, it's not in church the way it used to be. That's why this church is in ter- this, this, state is, uh, this nation is in turmoil. Yeah. You got supposedly a lot of good people that are conservatives that don't go to church. You have a lot of certain people that are considered themselves liberal who, who love the Lord, but that don't go to church. But see, the answer to the world is not more of the world's answers. That's right. Come on. The answer to the world is what the church is saying. That's right. What what the if That's if you really right. want to change this nation, you need to change it by bringing it back to church. That's right. It needs to be a godly nation. Yeah. Again, because this nation will start on the principles of godliness. Yeah. Founded on the principles of godliness. So when we see people out there recognize, when they start defending certain people, I mean, because I I look at folks, I, I thought I would never imagine them defending a moral way of living ever. And they're Christians. But they don't go to church anymore. And of course they defend it. Of course they defend it. They don't have the word of God in them like they used to think. They, they have a form of godliness, but now they've denied the power of God to work in them. Yeah. They've removed themselves from the house of God, thinking that they're okay. But you're never okay once you've removed yourself. You remove your influence. You remove, you remove God's ability to break the anointings that are on your, or, or the yokes that, are the, yeah. that try to get on you. Yeah. Every day, there's, a, there's something that tries to get on you. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, every day. You don't have to, you, you, whether it be some guy checking out your woman or you, che- you know, are you, you looking at the wrong person that you shouldn't be looking at? Or, I mean, there's voices that are talking, well, she don't love you like she, or he don't love you like he used to. Or, or you know, the economy's going bad. You're never going to make it. You're just going to have to do, you know, maybe if we take a little bit of money here, maybe if we do this and, and do things that are not, co- that, are, that are contrary to the word of God, how many of you know that before you know it, you'll find yourself in a place that you do not, would, would never imagine to find yourself in a, in a place or a position of? All due to the fact, because you have removed the 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 master from your heart, yeah. you've uprooted him. You've supplanted him with the idol called the world. Yeah. The world is an idol. The scripture says, "If you love the world more than you love me, you, are, you were you you're already off track, Jack." As my my father in law says, "I love my in laws." He goes, "No way, Jack." So I just, that's one of my favorites. He goes, you you will get off track very quickly. Very quick. It's so easy to get off. So easy. That's why it's important that we sit and maintain and, and get into the Word of God. I said it's important that we get into the Word of God. Amen. Let's open our Bibles to James. James chapter I may go to two different places in James today, but I, I tell you, man, it's just something just kind of went off into me this morning just as I was getting ready for this morning. and Actually, just right now, the Lord's kind of direct. You know, when the Lord directs you, you feel like, yes, God directs me. And you're a believer, God directs me. I showed up today, and I heard the word that I needed to hear because it's here to save my life. Yeah. Think of the, the people that need to be here right now mm-hmm. whose lives depend on hearing what is being ministered they need to be here they need to be here there are friends of yours right now friends that you know personally that need to get their boots of hiney back in church you know they need to get their rear back in church you know you know it i've i've seen couples come in here and i sometimes i, I and i know like young couples and I'm like, if they don't get in church, they're going to get themselves in trouble later on. Only to see that later on they've gotten themselves into trouble. And sometimes I will look at a guy and, and, a, and a man and a woman where I can tell the guy, hey, you, you better keep him in church or he, he, you're going to have a tough time. And vice versa. Or, hey, you need to keep her in church. If you don't, you, you're, in for, you're in for a lot of trouble, Jack. And I'm telling you, there, there's a lot of us right here that need to make sure that we bring our friends we need to bring our, make sure we're bringing our families right. because I'm telling you, the, the, the days are getting darker. They're getting darker because the world doesn't know the word. Yeah. It doesn't know the importance of the word. Right. It's losing right. its fellowship with God. Yeah. And you know what? That's exactly what happened to, to the nation of Israel right before it lost its freedom. Mm-hmm. Can we see right now this nation losing its freedoms? Its freedoms are constantly under attack yeah. by people who say they're socialists and Marxists. Who speak against free speech? Who mock people with free speech? And i you've heard me warn, the body. I've warned the body, the church body. And how do I, how do you turn? When we do these messages, they go, they go out. They go, they go all over the world. People, people we will, we are on the cusp as a nation. If we do not turn our boat around, we the precious, the freedoms that we hold precious, we will lose. And the, right now, they're under attack. Oh, you can't go now. after ten. Oh, now you can't gather anymore, even for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you, can't go, you can't go to church on a Sunday. Oh, but you can go to a strip club, but you, you, can't, you, can't, go to a, you can't go to church. Mm-hmm. If, if that is not enough to wake you up, yeah. that the days are getting evil and darker, yeah. and that people are being influenced in such a way that is continually opening the door, and they don't even question it. And if they don't even question it, yeah. it's because darkness is inside the church has stopped teaching the word. They don't teach on healing anymore. They don't teach on deliverance anymore. They rarely do they teach on salvation. They teach on other messages, which really don't affect you. They don't teach faith anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's a scary place to be. Yeah. You're, not, you're, not, you're not telling your people, hey, you need to trust God. We need to start developing our faith. I'm putting you in a bad position. It's a, very, it's a very dangerous position. It's not enough to say you believe in faith, that you believe in healing, that you yeah. believe in prosperity. You need to be in an environment where that's being pumped on the inside of you. Yes. Our faith is not in the government. Our faith is in God. Right. Uh, we, we're building up our moral warehouse because that's it's right. the important thing to do, right? right. Yeah. Because it's the important thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because it will speak. Yeah. Yes. Parents, you have little voters sitting next to you mm-hmm. <laughs> who you want to vote for righteousness. You don't want them to be voting for, uh, for same-sex marriages. That's right. you, don't, you don't want them to be voting for other things that you would never think would be on a ballot. Yeah. Like it being okay for a, a man to be with a 14-year-old boy. That's a, that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. That used to be, oh, oh, you know, you're saying that if we approve homosexual marriage, then all these things, people are going to start wanting to marry their animals. And, and... it's happening now. People are fighting in different states right now so people can marry their animals. Yep. Yeah. You, would, you would think, oh, you're just, that's a conspiracy theory. But when people call it a conspiracy, it's because they're trying to belittle what you're, what you're believing. And it's true. Yep. We just had a president about eight years ago put a, light up the, 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 the White House with, an Ameri- with, a, with a homosexual LGBTQ flag. Yep. That's right. Darkness, wickedness. And for us to say nothing, and to and not bring people, say, hey, there's wrong influences out there. Yeah. We need to get other people into under the right influence. That's right. That's right. Is to ignore the fact that this nation is in dire need. Yeah. Right. And we're going, well, oh, this nation, and then we get upset. Why is this nation going this? Because we're not witnessing. We're not winning. Oh. We're not telling people that Jesus is coming back. That's right. That's right. I'm telling you right now, Jesus is coming back. Yes. And, and if you're not ready and you're not winning souls, brother, come on, come on you, you, your salt was lost as Seva. Yeah. It, I mean, you, we have got to win. We have got to be a soul winning church yeah. because yeah. we're a faith church. Right. We see we, we're, we're a big picture church. Yeah. See, I see the big picture. See, the big picture. Yeah. see, and once we start changing and we start making their impact in a local area, how many know it'll start impacting more areas around yeah. us? Yeah. This little church, already impacting. I mean, it's heard from New York, New Hampshire, and Texas, Oklahoma, Canada. Canada is one of our biggest listeners. Canada! Canada outlistens California. Canada outlistens out Texas. They're, they're hungry over there. They're hu- I said they're hungry over there. We got to be hungry over here. And I say it's time for us to be just as hungry as other people elsewhere. But we just got to stir up the hunger on the inside of us. We got a desire to see folks get saved. We've got to to be big picture. If we're ever going to change this state or this city, because, I mean, things are happening in Portable that I would, i just even throw my hands up a little bit. But I, I believe it's for one reason. It's because we as the local churches aren't the people the churches, we're not, we're not winning souls like we should. Yeah. We need to win souls. That's right. We need to take our city back. Yeah, come on. I said, we need to take our come city on. back. That's if you right. want to take come your on. city back, you yeah. start bringing some people to church. See, you bring one person to church yeah. and let God work on them, then they'll yeah. bring someone else to church, and God will work on that person, right. and that person will bring someone else to church, That's and right. that person will get set free. Next thing you know, that person's telling everybody about Jesus because yeah. they got set free. Yeah. Now, I want you to stop here for a moment. Remember the woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5? Yeah. How does she know about Jesus? She heard. Yeah. She heard. Yeah. She heard. Yeah. That means there was somebody talking somewhere. That means there was somebody out there saying, you've got to come see this guy. You've got to see where I, where I got my freedom. You've got to come see where I got my mind. I done spent all my money. And every, none of them physicians could help me, but there was just one guy. This one man and I said to myself, if I just touch the hem of his garment, I know, I know, I know, I'll be set free. Then you you start telling your testimony about how you got healed in church and how God restored your finances and how God restored your marriage, and then they'll say, if I go, I know. They say will say If I go, I know I will be made healed. I know I will be delivered. I know my marriage will be restored. I know my son will come home from doing drugs. I mean, because there's something on the inside of you that'll start to speak. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Woo, hallelujah. James chapter two. He says, "My brethren, this is James." I like how, you know I love black folks. do they go hey brother they even say it better than us hey brother I'm like you mean you may not even be a brother but you feel like it already you're like I just love it I love certain cultures I love the different nuances of different groups I love the people from India I love the people from Philippines I love the people from Spain I love all the different cultures because there's something rich and beautiful about every one of them and when and hear James is saying hey brethren brothers So I feel like, come on, come on, Dr. James, speak to me. He says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. But let that patience have perfect, have that mature work, that you may be mature and entire wanting nothing. He says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. That giveth to all men liberally and embraceth not, and it shall be given unto him. But let him ask in what faith, not wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For not let that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double man, a double-minded man, is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich that he is made low. Because as the flower of the grass, he shall pass away. You know, we're all going to pass away. We're all not going to be here forever. But count it all joy. Count it all joy. I say, count it all joy when you fall into temp- uh, diverse temptations. It says, when that word talks about diverse temptations, it's talking about situations that you did not plan to come up, things that came up to try to pull you and uproot you and get you out. When situations that, that, that you did not expect, when reports came that you didn't want, you, do, you don't get moved by them. Uh-huh. But you rejoice. Yeah. Well, you ain't got nothing money in this bank account. I'm rejoicing. You done lost your mind. No, it just means that God's going to have to take another opportunity to show up big in my financial situation. That's right, amen. So I'm just going to start blabbing about how God good has always, always been taking care of me financially. I'm going to start witnessing about God, about how I didn't have money and how God has always been putting... You know, the more you start talking about something like that, you start stirring other people up on the side. You start sharing how God delivered you financially and how how you just started tithing, how you started giving. And all of a sudden, you know, the windows of heaven were open and there's blessings that come your way you didn't even ask for. You know what happens? You start testifying. Next thing you know, more blessings start coming. Next thing you know, the windows of heaven aren't opened unto you. Because the Bible says that you're not only saved by the blood, but you're saved by the blood and the word of your testimony. Because now you're testifying, you're giving avenue, you're giving place yeah. for God to be able to move upon your life. That's right. Come on. Come on. See, when he moves in your life, then you can testify and then people say, I heard. Yeah. I heard what God did for you. Um, if God do it for you and I've seen what God do for you, he's going to do it for me. I know if I show up to that church, God's going to start moving to me. Yeah. 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 Come on. You get an evil report about your health. And they tell you it don't look good. And they say, and you know how they like to say, it don't look good in the neighborhood. <laughs> so get your face up in order. Yeah. Come on. so you start singing the song with them. But, but instead of doing it this time, like you normally you do, you'd say, no, I resist you, devil. That's right. I resist that report. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go to church, I'm gonna believe God, yeah. I'm gonna receive my healing. Yeah. I'm going to let my word declare his God's God's word is working Yes. doesn't matter what I see. Yes. I know that when I go to church, I'm going to hear the word. I'm going to reach in. I'm going to touch the hem of the word, and I'm going to be delivered that day. Yes. I'm going to be set free that day. Yes. And then you're going to start telling your friends, "I look, I was set free. I was yes. delivered. I, they said I was going to die. They said I had an incurable disease. Yes. They said I had a blood disorder. Yes. They said my kidneys were going to go. They said my liver was going to go. They said my knees were bad, but look at me now. I'm running. I'm slipping and I'm sliding. I'm telling you, <laughs> let me tell you about the goodness of God. Yes. But if you come with me, God will touch you. And they'll listen and look at you and say, I'm going to go with you. Because I know if I go, if I just go into that church and I touch the hymn of that word, I know I will be set free. I know I will be set free. You have got to have it made up in your mind yeah. that when you show up, there's your answer. When you show up and you reach in and as you're touching with your heart, yeah. God is moving. You're, you're taking it already. Uh-huh. It's already yours. Yeah. You've got to say, this, I have it already. Yeah. 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 That's right. It's real quiet in here right now. It shouldn't be quiet right now. This is the time we all should be yelling. Yeah. So you should all be saying, I have it now. Yeah. I have it now. See, so you got to train yourself. Yeah. See, too far too often we train ourselves to be quiet and, and, and dignified and sanctified and uh, harmonious. But God says, I don't, I don't want you to be that way. I need you to get out of your comfort zone and start using your mouth and start taking what off the table, what belongs to you. On, See, I'm taking it off. It off. The dinner table. Yes. It's mine. That's right. I love when Ethan comes and visits me. My refrigerator is like, <laughs> he, he is home. He's looking, he's perusing, what am I? He just goes and gets whatever he wants. You know, he never has to ask me, Dad, can I have this? Because if he did, I say, would you bump your head? What do you mean, can you have this? No, you you take. Why? Because the father already provided it for you. So when you're here at church, you take. Because it's already been provided for you. It's already yours. Say, it's already mine. My goodness. Knowing that the trying in faith for what produces patience, let this patience, this waiting, have its maturity in the inside of you, so that it may, so that you're perfected, so that you're matured, and left wanting what? Nothing. nothing. Left wa- left wanting what? Nothing. See, when that word's working you. It's not just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah. It's le- leading to a place where you don't even want to think because you're so full. Yeah. I mean, I've eaten so much. It's left you pretty much nothing, wanting nothing. Sometimes you're like, oh, I can barely move. Come on. I think some of us can get so full of the word. Say, so God's been so good. God's been so great. Come on. I mean, there's people, there's guys right next to we. Man, we know there's guys right now in our church. Men, men you work with, you know they need Jesus. They drink, they smoke. They're getting divorced. They're in the third, fourth relationship. Until they get the answer, they're going to continue to hurt. Yeah. Right. Did you hear what I said? It's, it, 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 life, life is hard. Yes. Life is hard without God. Yes, life is. is hard without Jesus. Yes, I mean, it's just hard. Even when you have Jesus, I'm like, you're like, man, we're, we're really sometimes believe in God. Yeah. And sometimes you're just, you just got to do the walk of faith. And right. sometimes you just want to get upset. But sometimes you just got to go back to the Word. That's right. That's right. you just got to go back to the Word and say, I'm going to trust the Word. That's right. Because that's the place where it's going to leave me not wanting anything. That's right. Yeah. Because I'm fulfilled in my marriage. Because yeah. I'm fulfilled in my job. That's right. I'm fulfilled. Yeah. My body's fulfilled. Yeah. And then you got, here's the next thing. You can't take what you got for granted. That's right. Too many people take what they got for granted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, well, I, they, I, I, you know, I got, I got, I'm healed. Why are you healed? What environment are you in? I mean, I, I just asked somebody who I love dearly. I said, I just about, about asked about he- healing. When was the last time y'all taught on healing? Oh, it's been a long time. I'm like, brothers, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. It matters. It matters. Faith in healing matters. It matters that you're in an environment where there's healing. It matters that you're in an environment where there's faith. It matters. I just don't keep company with whoever I want to keep company with. I've had to say goodbye to my motorcycle gang days. I mean, I've had to. Me and Marietta said, we've got to put that under the blood. I can see in heaven we're going to be riding in Harleys right next to me and Marietta, riding next to our Harleys right next to each other. Malina will be behind me screaming and so will Joe be behind Marietta screaming. <laughs> you two need to slow it down. <laughs> my mom's in. Yes. I always knew I was a lot like my mother. That's not a bad thing. Come on. My mom is strong. She's a tough woman. Resilient. Don't put up with a lot. She'll get the belt out of it and she'll prove it to you too. Don't don't waver nothing, for he that's wavers is, is driven by the sea. Yeah. Yeah. And the wind, and he's tossed with the wind. Mm-hmm. And don't let yourself think that you're going to receive anything if you're a person who thinks more than two different things and you can't make up your mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's not. That's why it's so important not to be to uh, to uh, what's that word we used to play? Put your left foot in. You want to play the hokey pokey in the church. Come on, you get the hokey-pokey hokey belief, hokey-pokey faith. You put your left foot in, you put your left foot out. You put your left foot in, and you shake it all about. And then I got a few people doing it with me. Come on. You do that with church. And sometimes you take it in, you take it out, okay. Put it the other one on, okay, okay. But you're not fully committed. You want to get to your, life, your point in your life where you're no longer playing the hokey-pokey. That you're all in that you're you're doing what we preach here at the church. I said, we're doing what we preach here at the church. We're declaring, we're prophesying, we're speaking. We call ourselves healed. We're not watching eight hours of Matlock. (laughs) I'm looking at Julian when I'm saying that. He ain't even looking up. (laughs) I can tell he might like Matlock. (laughs) You know, the Bible says to be forewarned is to be forearmed, Julian. Just remember... Watch out for Matlock. Stay away from Matlock. He's like, hmm, inquiring minds, gonna know. So you and I, as believers, we've got to make sure we're all in. You know the, you know the story about Ananias and Sapphira found in Acts, where everybody was bringing all that they had, and every, everybody was bringing their finances because they were all taking part equally. And them as a group, they were wanting to do that as a church. They weren't doing that with the world. We don't do that with the world. We don't put everything that we own with the world and trust the world's going to treat us right. right. Because we know it isn't going to treat us right. right. But they went in with the idea with everybody else. We're going to be with you, even though they weren't. And it cost them their lives because they weren't really all in. They were trying to not only deceive... They they thought they were deceiving men, trying to get more than what they actually deserved. But really what they were doing is they were coming against God, deceiving God's elect by pretending that they were all in when they were not. And what ended up doing was they ended up cutting themselves short because they weren't all in. See, when we serve God, we've got to be all in. Because it doesn't hurt everybody else. It just hurts us. It hurts us when we're not all in. And God wants you all in. And if you haven't been all in, it's easy to it's 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 easy to make that adjustment. Yeah. See, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in. I'm gonna be in church every Sunday, every every Wednesday. I, I'm all in. I, I'm not backing up. I'm not backing off. Right. This this is this is my this is my season. Yeah. This is yeah. my this is my time. Come on, Come on. I, I'm I'm you know I hear the Rocky music playing in the background. Yeah. I got the eye of the tiger. Come on. Yeah, right. You you've got to. We have got to. We have we have. I have decided. I love that song. Amen. I have decided to follow Jesus. Amen. Come on, no turning back. No, no turning back. Okay. I'm not turning back. That's right. I've, 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 I've gone through too much. I've hurt, I've, 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 I've lost so much that why would I want to go back? Yeah. Yeah. Why would I? What am I going back to? Come on. Come on. To what? Yeah. More sorrow, more pain, more hurt, more alcohol, more drugs, yeah. more from girlfriend to relationship, from relationship to relationship? Yeah. To what what am I going back to? That was the one question that should have been settled. Was it Abraham and Lot separated? Mm -hmm. So one question that Lot should have asked himself. Why? Why am I going? Lot should have had that settled in himself. Where am I going? And if I'm going, where am I going to? See, God didn't tell Lot to leave. God told Abraham to leave. Abraham told, go to a nation. They don't know you. Go to a place. He told them. But Lot, Lot didn't know any of that. He did what he wanted to do. And God didn't stop him. He just went. I'm telling you right now, as a people, keep your heart planted in the things of God. And that's what I'm referring to. I'm not talking about people moving or going or whatever. I'm not referring to that. I'm talking about heart connected to the Father. Because I understand people have to move, and I'm not making any, making any references to that. Because yeah. pe- sometimes people will move, get up and move, and they have to for whatever reason. And we're not speaking to that right now. What we're speaking to is people moving their hearts from the things of God. Keeping their, they're not lining up with the word anymore. They're not going to church. They're not listening yeah. to the word. Yeah. They're, they've removed themselves from the Bible. Yeah. Your safe place is in the word. That's right. It's yeah. good. You hear what I'm saying? And I would never to keep anybody hostage say, well, if you don't go here, you're not, you're not in the body or you're not part. That is so wrong. Yeah. That is so filled with unrighteousness. And that is control and abuse. And I would never partake in that. Yeah. But I would tell you as a local body here yeah. that, that there are people that, that are out in this community right here yes. Yes. that are outside of the door walking, walking, their, walking their animals, yeah. Yeah. jogging around. Yeah. Still hurting, not aware that there's answers behind, the, behind those doors. Yeah. And we, say, we have to say, we have those answers. That's right. Say, I have those answers. We've got to be mature in some things. Yeah, that's good. Maturity is what, what drives humanity into a place. When I mean maturity, I mean growing up spiritually. Yeah. It's what drives humanity to become what it needs to be. Yeah. That's right. Paul said, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I did things as a child, but at some point, I had to finally come to a conclusion within myself that I am no longer geared to stay a child. Uh-huh. The evidence of that is, is I started to grow bigger. I couldn't wear the size pants I used to wear when I was a little boy. Yeah. I had to wear bigger pants. I couldn't keep the same posters that I had as a young boy because my wife wouldn't let me. Right? What, what's going on? There's maturing going on. There's, as you mature, you're, you're giving place, you're, you're giving preference to one another. That's what yeah. maturity does. I'm giving preference to her. She's giving preference to me. We're giving our, our place in the body of Christ, and as we're doing as we're maturing together, God is perfecting that which He has started already in us, as he says in, in Philippians. Yeah. He's perfecting that which is concerning me. Yeah. He's working things out. He's helping me mature. Yeah. He's helping me grow. to a place of maturity. But it should be towards maturity. Yeah. I should, should desire spiritual maturity. Yeah. God, God didn't come into this world just to leave you the same. Right. And see, that's what makes some, can make some folks this upset. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just want to be me. Well, if you just wanted to be you, then why did you comb your hair this morning? Why did you take a shower? Because you desired, you desired change, and you didn't want to look terrible. Well, that's why you come to church. It's come the same on. way you approach the shower. Come on. You, you need to get some things cleaned up. Do You need come to on. address certain things. Yeah. It's not to say that you're a bad person, but yeah. you just need to, sometimes there's just some things that need to be worked out. Yeah. Yeah. That just need to be scraped out, just need to be removed. Yeah. And, and, and we're always straightening things out because yeah. that's what we do here at the River Church. Yeah. That's what we do as people. That's right. Our lives are a constant reflection of always straightening things out. For us to say that my life is above reproach, doesn't need correction, I'm fine the way I am, we begin to lie to ourselves, And that's where we begin to become Uh double-minded, tossed, tossed around. One minute we're up, then we start to lose our emotions, then we start to lose our will, then we start to feel up, next time we feel down, and then people, oh, maybe you're bipolar. No, it's because you've lost your center. Mm -hmm. You've lost Jesus as the center of your life. So no more, no more left foot in. Left foot out, no more right foot in, right foot out. No, we step all in. Yeah. We step all in. We, we go in serving God. Right. Amen. Because it's a good place to be. Yes. I said it's a good place to be. Yes. Right. Now, being married for 25 years, you know, you, 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 as, you, know, you, you get married for a certain amount of time. There's, how many of you know? People, I've known people. They just want out to the best relationships that, that God could ever put into them. They get out of the greatest relationships. And then when they're out of them, they're like, what did I do? What was I thinking? Yeah. And then they look back and they're in just such regret that, of the decision that they've made. And some of us, there's some folks that don't get in relationships because they're afraid of, of what happened to people, maybe those around them. Yeah. They're afraid to commit. Yeah. Because the were situations of our loved ones that they're in. So it makes them fearful about committing. But there should be no fear in committing to God. That's right. Because if, you've been, if you have not been able to keep relationships together, he'll help you keep relationships together. Amen. If, you've, if you find yourself in a, in a relationship where you feel like you, need, you can fix this, you can, we have the answer here for you. Yes. There's people out there that need answers. That's right. yeah. And they need your testimony of how God kept your marriage together. That's right. yeah. Of how God kept you. And how he, he put aside your fears of, of, your, of commitment aside. He put your side of fear of, of having children. He put yeah. that aside. Yeah. He put your fears of being responsible. He put that aside. Yeah. He, he put your fears of being successful aside. Yeah. He helped you with that. He helped you become successful. Yeah. He, helped you to, he helped you walk on the water of your life. That's right. That you didn't think was possible. Come on. You thought you'd end up like someone else. And, and no, you didn't. Because you decided to follow Jesus. That's the only thing that differentiates between you and most folks. Yeah. Is that you decided to follow Jesus and that's why your life is starting to get better. Don't forget that your life is getting better because of the decisions that you're currently making. Because yeah. yes. then we become ungrateful. Forgetting that which we, what, yeah. what brought us to where we needed to be. Yeah. So easy to become Ungrateful. Take, take things for granted. Take your wife for granted. Take your children for granted. Take your, the place that hired you for granted. Yeah. Come on. Take for granted your children. I just want them to grow up. No, how about just enjoying the ones that you have? Yeah. Enjoying them while they're small. Yeah. Because one day they're going to get big and they're not going to need you as much. Yeah. You're going to come home and they've gone out to restaurants and they're fine dining. And you're sitting here looking at each other, well, it's just up to you and me to have some fun. Let's go do it. Try. Where'd you guys go? We went shopping. Whatever. You know, I I might have wanted wanted to go. Dad, this is for girls. Okay, whatever. Try. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse four. It says, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Now notice this. There is a God of this world that keeps people in darkness. There's a lot of people out there that are living in darkness. Don't take for granted that you have the light. I said don't take for granted that you have light in your life and that your life is going well. Don't take it for granted. One of my favorite scriptures, and I, it always sticks out to me because it's, it's, it's when it's in Colossians where Paul says, in verse uh, in Colossians three, verse twelve, he says, therefore or he says, put on therefore as elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness and long suffering. He says, put these things on. Put them on. I don't, I don't know why I'm going to church. Put these things on. That's why you're going to church, so you can put some things on in your life. Good. You. People always say, well, I hate going to church because they're always telling me what I shouldn't do. Well, we're telling you some things you should be doing. Yeah. People need answers. They say, put on, therefore, as the elect of God. You are God's elect. That's right. Boy, ain't that, I don't, I don't think people realize that. You know when they call someone presidential elect or president? You're God's elect. You're his child. Mm-hmm. You're You're it. As the elect of God, holy and beloved. You're holy and beloved. Bowels in mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long suffering, forbearing one another. In other words, you're putting up with one another. And forgive one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you. Good. And do all these things, put on charity, put on love, which is the bond of, perf- of maturity. And let the peace of God rule in your heart, so that which also is called in one body, and be you thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful. Yeah. Be thankful, even when people cheese you off. Come on. Be thankful. Be thankful. Try. Even when they get the last slice of pizza, don't get upset. <laughs> Try. I mean, you ain't lose your victory because someone like you. Did you eat the last piece of pizza? Did you? <laughs> you got crumbs on your shirt? Uh, I might have. <laughs> That was a lot of pizza there. There was a whole pizza. I think I got one piece. And you ate the whole pizza. Did you eat all the pizza? Well, it was just me and you here. I don't know, I don't know how, who else could have eaten it. <laughs> Put on love. Yeah. Put on love. Put on forgiveness. Yes. Put on kindness. Yes. Because the world needs it. Yeah. It needs a testimony of your maturity. Yeah. It, needs, it needs a testimony that God is working big in your life. Yeah. How else is the world going to get saved unless you've overcome some hurdles yourself? Yeah. Seriously. How else is anybody going to win if they don't know what, how, what you did to win? What did you do to win? I trusted God. I started going to church and then my life started turning around. Yeah. Wow. That alone will help a lot of folks. Wow. If you don't know what to say, I started to follow God, my life turned around and my life changed. Now, God has done so much. I can't tell you everything because it's been so good. There's been so many miracles, the Bible says, that the Bible cannot record all of them. Let that be part of your testimony. God has done so much in my life. I I can't even give count of all that he's done. But I I do know this, that he delivers the righteous out of all of their afflictions. Amen. Amen. Amen? Say, I'm delivered. Out of all my afflictions, I am set free. And I've been set free to set others free. Amen? Amen. Church, I love you. We love you.